what is calling to you that you're ignoring? And what are you going to do about that? How long are you going to continue to ignore it? How long are you going to continue to try to control and micromanage it or even gaslight yourself out of the realization that you're being called to something else just because you don't know all of the details? What I want most for women everywhere is to stop playing small and step into your unique power so you can finally show up as the fullest, biggest, and truest version of you. But that requires that you first get crystal clear about who you are and then let go of everything that you're not. I'm here to teach you how to know yourself, trust yourself, and honor yourself so you can create a deeply aligned, deeply empowered, and deeply inspiring life. You know, the one you are actually sent here to have. Come on, let me show you how. There's a serious question that I want to unpack today. And that, well, I don't, we will unpack it a bit, but I really want to offer it to you. So, There's a serious question that I want to present and offer to you today, and that is this. What things are speaking to your soul that you are ignoring? That could be in the area of relationships. It could be parenting. It could be your career. It could be your health. It could be your geographic location. It could be your spiritual development. It could be your emotional healing, your relationship with your mother or father or siblings. It could be with your mental health. It could be with your finances. It could be with your hair. It could be with a million things. But I absolutely believe that we are here to be creative beings. Like I said last week, like we are here to really create our life thought by thought, decision by decision, step by step. And because we are here to be expansive and continue to unfold, like there is no end to the unfolding. Once you make a decision and you embody that and live in that for however long, you will then at some point be presented with new opportunities and new decisions and new possibilities and ways to expand even further into who you say you are and who you say you want to be. And so because we are constantly like, there's always this thing in your soul constantly encouraging you to like expand more, unfold more, do more, be more, live more, then that means that there are, each of us have like this running tape that is running in our mind or, well, I won't even say in our mind because this isn't even a mind thing. This is a soul and spirit thing. So There is a tape or a calling in your soul. And I feel like there are always things that are speaking to us, calling us forward, asking you to be more, asking you to show up more, asking you to be in integrity with who you want to be and not just who you are right now. And there's a huge difference. You know, you can be in integrity 
and in alignment with the life that you are living right now, but yet out of integrity and alignment with the type of woman that you truly want to be and truly want to present to the world. And so, yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking like, so what things that you know that you may not have told your best friend, maybe you haven't told your Raquel, or you haven't told your partner, or you haven't written in your journal, but I always feel like at every stage of our development, there is something in the back of our minds gnawing and calling and asking us, like, recognize me, show up for me, you know, acknowledge me, be more like your soul just asking to experience more. You know, for me, I, I consider myself to be pretty self-aware. I mean, clearly we all have blind spots, but I do a lot of the emotional work around that, like the journaling and the checking in with myself. And it's part of the framework of like what I teach when I work with people of like becoming yourself. All of that is really a framework around self-knowing and, and embodiment and all of those good things. And so, you know, I'm pretty aware of a lot of things, but again, like I said, not everything. And so I would say, you know, I'm at this point in my life right now, what is speaking to me? I have zero interest in relationships in terms of like a romantic partnership or anything. And I'm just really focused on my business and soul calling. And so it's like, I feel like, which is not necessarily the business, my soul's calling is just again, this like deep passion for not only me being a lighthouse and me showing up as the fullest, truest, deepest, most vibrant and radiant version of myself, but then also then the second part of that is me being the lighthouse and being able to guide and usher specifically women, but I do work with men, but being able to usher other women, you know, back to themselves as well. And, um, you know, for me, I've always known that a relationship would be great. And of course, I, you know, we all love love and love all the feels and just the butterflies. And of course, the sex is great. And all of those things that come with the intimate knowing all of those things that come with the relationship. But it's something it's kind of like a point that I make about Raquel, like Raquel, her purpose is to be a matriarch. So in her being a full time mother and, you know, running her household and nurturing her children and supporting her husband and their relationship and all that she is a 1000% like in her lane. And for me, you know, my calling was not to be a mother who knows if that will happen at this point, I'm 41. So probably not. But you know, I'm kind of like, Oh, in the right situation, I'm open, but it's very specific in terms of, you know, how I would be open to having a child. So yeah, that's kind of like a, oh, I could be open to that. And, you know, definitely want a committed partnership or, you know, one it doesn't specifically have to be marriage, but definitely some kind of committed, deeply aligned in terms of values and emotional openness and emotional availability, all of those kind of things, partnership. But I've always known that those things, I, I don't know, the refrain I've always kind of heard from God is like, those things will come when you get this in order, because you're trying to circumvent like doing the work you need to do in the work and who I want you to be for the world and the work that I want you to bring to people. Don't lose yourself in a relationship, which I have had a tendency to do. Don't be so focused on the relationship that you lose yourself, you know, over here in this other area. And I think, you know, after my relationship ending with my ex, 
it has, you know, even in grief and different things, it's actually opened up this really beautiful space that I'm super focused on my, I don't even, I feel like it cheapens it to call it a passion, but it's just, yeah, my passion for this work of becoming, it is the work of my life, as I always say, because it is my work, it's what I'm doing for myself. So what I bring to you guys is, it really is 100% me. It's like my everyday, everyday life. And so in that, you know, what I heard speaking or what was speaking to me that I was probably ignoring was like, you know, you need to recenter, you need to recenter, you need to recenter. And this is probably like during the relationship. And so now, like I said, I'm in this place where I'm super focused on the most important thing that I hear calling. And then in that self-centering and that me becoming and focusing on the work and providing like offerings that feel really deeply aligned for my soul and also ways that I can show up for all of you, whether that's group programs or one-to-one like private coaching. And of course, we will be going back to Marrakesh when the world opens and it's safe to do so. Also knowing that each of those steps then again unfolds a different level away for me to go or different opportunity, I should say, for me to go deeper and to become even more of myself. Like, you know, one of the examples I've given before is hearing a calling to, you know, go to Turkey. And then I came back and I did the cross country trip from DC to California in the sleeper car. And then the day that I got back, I ended up booking the trip to Bali and ended up going to Bali for three or four weeks. And by me taking that first step, a lot of times we're so busy trying to do step 17 that we skip step number one and number two. So by me just taking step number one, then it opened up into, oh, people starting to ask about traveling with me. And then, you know, then I ended up opening up the retreats and then going to, you know, through the retreats, I ended up going to Portugal and Spain and somewhere else. I can't think of where else, Portugal and Spain and wherever that, of course, Morocco. And then, you know, I remember being in Spain and just kind of like clicking, I don't know, just, I just, it was like, I just got there. And then all of a sudden this different part of my self showed up. I think about one of Madonna's old videos. I don't remember what it was, but she was like dancing. And one of those things where like the men would sit in the room and you had to put the coins in and the little screen would like, would like rise all the way up. And she was, I don't know, dancing behind this glass. If any of you remember that, I'm probably aging myself. So yeah, I just feel like when I got to Madrid, boom, the screen rose. And then I recognized, you know, I I was talking about feeling the pieces, the pieces of the puzzle come together, feeling that like sparkle, that soul alignment where you're like, yes, yes, this is who I am. And so I don't know, I think a lot of times we are well, not I don't know, I do know. A lot of times I think that we are, number one, so busy trying to plan all of the little steps that again, we miss the magic and the miracles wherever God and spirit is going to pop in and like, show up and show out for us. So it doesn't logically make sense. We don't understand how we're going to get from here to there. And we're also not realizing that it wasn't about Bali, really, or even Turkey. It was about what you were going to kind of experience there and the light switch that was going to be flipped on that would then cause you to do the next thing, which leads to the next thing and the next thing and, you know, so on and so forth. So yeah, I'm just wondering with you guys, what is calling to you that you're ignoring? And what are you going to do about that? How long are you going to continue to ignore it? How long are you going to continue to try to control and micromanage it or even gaslight yourself out of the realization that you're being called to something else just because you don't know all of the details? And if I could give you 
any free game, which of course I give a lot, but if I could give you any free game, it would be don't act like you don't know what you know. It is one of the most dangerous things that we do in so many ways. And then, you know, what ends up happening is we end up getting to the end of the line, wherever that may be. And you look back and you wish that you had had the courage to own up to what was going on and to not keep, you know, trying to hide your eyes and run away from what you were feeling or what you were experiencing or what you were wanting and to just, I don't know, full body step into it and acknowledge it. So yeah, if you are a journaler, I would say journal about it. If you are driving around in the car and you get done listening to this podcast, you can always turn your voice memo on and just talk to yourself since you clearly should not be writing and driving, but just kind of let it record as you talk to yourself and kind of flesh it out. But what, you know, said another way, I guess, what things are you lying about to yourself? What things are you trying to suppress inside of yourself out of fear that you are not ready, out of fear that you're not enough, out of fear that you don't have it, out of fear that you don't know how, out of fear that there is no provision made out of, I don't know, fear for any, I mean, I think those cover the basic, the basic big ones, but out of fear for any reason. Because I would argue and want to remind you that The fact that it is there, the fact that it's in your soul, the fact that you are even feeling the inspiration, the pull, the calling, the passion, the desire for, you know, or the curiosity. Maybe we won't even go to passion and desire because that happens when you fully are stepping into and acknowledging the wanting. Let's even take that off the table. When you are just feeling the urge, the inspiration, the curiosity, the inquisitiveness, around something. If you want to write a book, if you, I don't know, are deciding that you really want to be a mother and you don't have a partner and you are willing to go ahead and want to put all the effort into going ahead and doing that alone. If that is moving to some far off place, if it's leaving your job and going to teach for the Peace Corps, whatever you want to do, how long are you going to act like that isn't there? And what, yeah, I'm trying to think about this as I'm talking to you, like, what do you expect to come of that? Because again, that is your soul giving you your next marching orders. And it might seem like a really big vision. And listen, I am, as I always say, talking to myself, like I am talking to you, because there are big, big things that I see. And I'm like, how the fuck do you think I'm going to get from here to there? I have no idea. But it's such a great reminder. And Rob Bell would talk about this, like, because I'm showing you step 23. And I just need you to do step number one, which might be going to file your taxes, which might be starting to look for another job, which might be going ahead and signing up for therapy, which you know you've been doing to start to emotionally heal from something that you've been trying to avoid. And you're trying to take all the yoga classes and consume all the free Instagram content and, you know, journal away. But journaling is not going to help clear up that energy. Like you're actually going to have to commit to a long-term therapeutic process to start to shift all that energy and get to a place of acceptance and healing. And that's of course an ongoing place, but um, yeah, there is so much that we are, like I said, because we are creative beings, we're constantly being called to expand more and more and more. And so it's always really interesting to me too. Like when people say they are bored. I mean, there might be kind of random moments here and there, but I was saying this to a friend the other day, like there is so much shit to consume in this world. 
how are you bored? And that goes back to like, are you really bored or are you just exhausted and burnt out from your everyday life that you have no more energy left for curiosity? You have no more energy left for inspiration and for play and for pleasure, except through food or in very basic ways. So it is really important to start. It will, if you are interested in living this life and showing up as the fullest embodiment of yourself, if you want to be here and not just live by all of the rules, but to truly live out like, I don't know, your heart's desire, your spirit's desire, whatever it is that you feel like you were called to do and you, you know, you might be doing all the things as an employee or in school and following everybody else's guidebook, but you really want to follow your own path then one of the first things that's going to require is for you to start telling the truth about what is going on inside of you. What is calling you? What are the big fears that you don't even know how to approach? And it always really drives me crazy when I'm talking to people and asking them questions about their interior life, or they might be sharing something about a dream or a thought or a situation that happened. And it's like, oh, how did that make you feel? Or what are your thoughts about that? And people are like, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? <laughs> I don't, I, I'm, I'm like, okay, do you not know because you really don't have an answer? Or is it because you're feeling so much and you need help putting words to it? Is it you actually do know, but you're afraid to say because you don't want to sound silly? Because my thing is, most of the time, it's not that people truly don't know. It's that there's something else going on. And so again, you know, it's hard to step into your embodiment and step into your unfolding and your blooming if you're not even being honest about, you know, where you're called to bloom is not actually just applying for the manager position. You're being called to go back to school to get whatever degree because you want to, you know, be a college literature professor or something. But, oh, I'm 37. Oh, but I got to pay for school. Oh, but I have a child. Oh, but I don't know how. Oh, but the time did it. Okay, we can go down the list of a million excuses as to why it can't work. Or we can just slowly just take one step forward. Start like step number one is apply for the fucking brochures. If you're living in a town and you can't leave, okay, that narrows it down. Apply for the brochures to the schools that are in your area. Like we don't have to worry about how it's going to be funded and how you're going to work out dinner times when little Johnny has a swim meet on Thursdays too fucking far down the road, too far down the road. I mean, if I were to sit here and mire myself in ideas about how I'm going to buy a Riyadh in Marrakesh or how I'm going to live in the villa or, but I want a place in Spain too. And how am I going to do that? And how am I going to afford it? And how am I going to get this passport or this residency? And how you don't need to know that right now. <laughs> you don't, I mean, and again, it's something I'm constantly having to remind myself. It's great to have the big dream and And absolutely to like create and draw in a vision is so important for manifestation purposes and manifestation energy. It's so important for that. But you're so worried about, you know, and I will do this. I'll find myself worried about like, well, but when I have this dinner party at a retreat next year, what flowers are going to be in season? If somebody, if I'm going to have a, you know, event planning company do blah, 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 bitch, you're so far down the road and stuff you don't need to be worried about, like, stop, stop, you know, and so that's one of the things of like, when you are by yourself, we can't, it's great when we're, you know, you're talking to somebody and you're sharing it with a friend or a partner, and they are able to kind of loop you back in and kind of 
you know, check you and challenge you and guide you in certain ways of like, hey, babe, just come back to this point or do this thing. But the reality is you are with yourself most of the time. So it's your responsibility first and foremost to guide yourself around those things. And, you know, what I am 100%, 1000% clear of is that you are not in a place that nothing is calling you. Now, maybe you don't think it's sexy. You know, maybe you're too busy trying to compare yourself to such and such on Instagram. So you're like, well, my calling isn't as sexy as hers or isn't as whatever. It doesn't matter. Put your blinders on. Like you are here. And I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast and you believe in my platform, which is, you know, being yourself and continually finding and tapping ways to unfold and be the truest, fullest, deepest version of yourself so that you can speak your truth and know your worth and trust your own authority. That's the purpose for being here. Like we each have our own special sauce to add to the mix, but we're not going to get it if you are playing too small and hiding. So yeah, I don't know. Like I said, if you're in the car, you know, and you have some time after this episode, I would say turn on your voice memo for the iPhone people, for the Android people. I don't know what you guys have because I don't know anything about Androids, but I'm sure you have some little application that'll do the same thing. But yeah, turn it on and just talk of like, and be a thousand percent honest. What are the things that are calling you right now that you know you're ignoring, that you know you aren't listening to? What are the things that are calling you right now that you deeply want, but you're afraid to even admit it because you really don't think it'll happen? You don't need to judge it. You don't need to add the caveat. Just start to own and acknowledge it. Like I always say about feelings, one of the things is they really just want to be witnessed to. We're so busy trying to say, I'm not mad or I'm not this or I'm not that. Okay, well, why don't you just put a name to it? And once we say, yeah, I'm really disappointed or I'm really afraid that I don't think I'm going to be able to do it or I'm scared because I have no idea how I'm going to get from here to there. At least it just kind of, it's like opening up the window and you've got the, you know, the little sheer drape blowing in the wind. It's like airing the room out. Once we can just kind of name the thing, then we can start to move around it. But You will never be able to get quote unquote there if you don't even open up to acknowledge where there is. And, you know, it might seem like you can just stumble into an extraordinary life, but I don't really believe that's possible. I mean, even with myself, I always say that like God gave me the life that I wanted, but didn't even know that I needed to ask for. Like I didn't even know that I wanted, so I didn't know that I needed to ask for it. Yes, that is true. But yet at every there have been multiple steps and stages where I have made had to make drastically unpopular decisions and had to do things that felt scary. And that I mean, like I said, I filed for bankruptcy years ago. And that was after hopping around from real estate to hair school. And there were a lot of people that, you know, I mean, especially around black people, they act like filing for bankruptcy is the end of the goddamn world. It's not you will live matter of fact, you're not going to come out and there's no branding or anything. I'm so glad I did it years ago. Um, And, but I still had like, even, you know, I still had to choose at each step. I could not file for bankruptcy and still kind of try to move around and, you know, kind of try to save face or do X, Y, and Z with my house because my house was going to go into foreclosure at the time. And so it was a tool I used to, you know, keep the house going into foreclosure. But you know, there are hard decisions that have to be made along the way. And I also think sometimes God is like, if I told you everything that it would take you to get to step 17, 
you probably wouldn't do it. So anyway, just again, think about the things that are speaking to you that you are ignoring and avoiding and asking yourself, like, do you really want those? You know, number one, what are those things? And do you really want them? And if you're that afraid of them not happening, I would say that that's probably a sign that it really is the direction you need to go in. And before you start to even like lay out a plan or anything, just sit and meditate and think on that and think of the possibilities of what it could become because your soul is always, 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 always telling you who you are. Whether you and your human body decide to listen or not is always going to be up to you. And nobody can make that choice for you. Nobody can acknowledge signs and symbols and sounds that only you hear from the inside. That's always going to be your responsibility. So, you know, it's up to you to take responsibility for the life and the woman that you want to be. And it starts with acknowledging the calling. So think about it. I will leave, of course, my website is in the show notes and there are a couple different ways to work with me if you feel like you want some help unpacking that. But even more, I would just love to hear from you all about, yeah, what's calling you and what, especially if there are things that are calling you that you didn't really know or that you've really pushed down and been trying to ignore. I love a good aha moment. So anyway, I will be back soon and thanks for listening.